0: Hello world, it's Charmaine Campbell, and I'm back with Your Life Has Possibilities. And today, I have Ohio Gap Closers joining me, Emily Porter and Taylor Porter, brother and sister team. Could you all tell the world a little bit about who you are?
1: Yeah, go ahead, Emily, kick it off.
2: We are here representing Ohio Gap Closers. Our mission um, is to improve the academic achievements of our foster youth. We want to build capacity. We want to strengthen our communities, strengthen our homes, strengthen our schools. And we work towards that every single day with the Ohio Gap Closers.
1: And um, I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much, Charmaine. This is a really cool opportunity. And um, for me, before I even talk about Ohio Gap Closers, um, I should talk about my little sister, who's right beside me, Emily. (laughs) Um, And you know, before we get to the business, it's about family. That's who we are, that's Mm -hmm. what we do. And uh, although Emily is my little sister, I definitely look up to her. Um, Hardworking, smart, creative, goal-oriented. And um, for me, being an older brother, it's been kind of unique to be able to watch her grow. And now we're at a place to where we have our own day job, like our professional career. Um, But we got something that we're cooking up, and it's called Ohio Gap Closers. So we'll see. We'll see how it all turns out.
0: M- I am sorry you are Emily Ragland <laughs> newly married newly wed yes, yes. so we want to correct that for the record Emily Porter is now Emily Ragland <laughs> so the two of you could you tell the world a little bit about Ohio Gap Closers what is this what do you do
1: so um, Ohio Gap Closers and um, there's two ways I explain it so one way for me to explain it is, it is it's the perfect meeting place of professionalism and passion and so as a professional I work um, as a high school administrator I got over 1500 kids in my school and our goal is to make sure they graduate turn into really productive um, high functioning members of our society go on to college start businesses maybe go to the military whatever it's going to be after high school Um, but it's education focused and so that's my professional life But my passion is really um, in the spirit of family building. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to create Ohio Gap Closers with the goal of kind of bringing two industries together, whether it's the K-12 education system or the higher college and university education system, and kind of meeting in the middle and merging with foster care and adoptions, because this is a subgroup that's really, really overlooked. So Ohio Gap Closers is, is the perfect meeting place of passion and professionalism. And that's the gap we're looking to close. Um and I will I will try to not become emotional when I say the other, you know, reason why Ohio Gap Closers was created. And we got this cool name. Maybe it's cool, maybe it's not, but it's called Ohio Gap Closers, right? It could actually be called um Louise Porter because everything that we do, everything we want to do, everything we're kind of strategizing on how to do, it was already done um for sixty plus years, uh, by our by our mother, right? And so the cool part is um, you know And I should say about my mom, I think she's the best mom in the world. Not only do I think it, um, I could probably prove it. Like with data, with awards, with recognition, like there's actual metrics for me to be able to categorically say how me and my sister had the best mom anybody could ever hope for. Um, And so just based on the way she lived and she took care of our family, um, that really was um, kind of the the spark behind Ohio Gap Closers coming to fruition. Um,
0: So, yeah. That's good. That's good. Em, you have anything to add?
2: Yeah, and like Taylor mentioned, we are family-oriented, and so this is a family business. We've got some amazing partners that are working with us um, that are professional colleagues, but also all of our family is involved in Ohio Gap Closers, and we're really excited
0: about it um, to pour out what has been given to us. So can you talk about some of the services you all provide based off of what's been poured into you?
2: Yeah, our goal really is to build capacity. So saying that, we don't directly provide services to children, um, to youth. Um, but we do build the capacity for those who serve them and so that would be people in positions as teachers as anyone in education as foster parents um, as school administrators for myself i work on a college university so we provide education we provide tools in their hands to be able to serve those students to serve those youth to the best of their ability Um, so we have already been active um, since our founding and presenting at different conferences, uh, providing different trainings towards those populations so that they are able and equipped with the best information to actually help us close
0: the gap. That's good stuff. You know, I heard both of you mention foster care and all three of us being in the field of education, we know that everyone's experience is different, you know? Some people come from a two-parent home. Some people may be in a single-parent home. Some children may, you know, been raised by their grandparents and foster care. Mm -hmm. So growing up in a home where you saw foster children, you know, in and out of your home and your mother and father adopted some children, Mm -hmm. how do you think that influenced the foundation of Ohio Gap closers? And this is a two-part question. How do you think that influenced and how do you think that will affect children here in Central Ohio? Because we have a great deal yeah. of foster children here, and a lot of different networks that serve foster children, mm-hmm. and sometimes they get overlooked. So, mm-hmm. so what do you all feel about that as it relates to Ohio gap closers?
1: Yeah, so I, I wanna I going to go back and double down on what Emily said about building capacity, but I also wanna speak to like just that specific niche of foster care and those foster care students in education. So backtracking, um, building capacity because there's, um, there's some really good human beings in Mm -hmm. our community and in the world. Right. And if you are connected to education, you know how hard it is to be a highly effective teacher, to be a non-effective teacher, just to be in a building with a class full of 25 to 30 kids, seven periods a day, you're serving over 160 kids. That is hard work. Mm -hmm. You're not getting paid a million dollars. So you really have to have some character character traits that's about love and passion and community to even be in that industry. Mm -hmm. And what's really cool for me is I've spent about five years um, working from um, county agencies or state agencies and children's services and social work. Those character traits are also in social workers. Mm -hmm. And so these two institutions don't really interact directly all the time, Mm -hmm. um, but we're serving the same kids. We want the same kids to be successful. We want the same kids to be healthy. And this niche of foster care children, which in Ohio, um, there's over 15,000 kids in foster care, that's a subgroup that's not on your application. It's not on your demographics page. And so it goes unspoken, unnoticed, and unserved or underserved. So when we say build capacity, it really is about closing that gap between people that already care, but it's just um, maybe a small lack of awareness. And so hopefully we can attack that. Um, I hope I'm not being too long winded. not. Is, this um, is good. You know, yeah, all the listeners, real.
0: they need to understand, you know, the different subgroups we have in the education field as well as just, period, in our yeah. cities. You know, and foster children, you may come across them at any given time, and you need to know how to approach them, how to provide that support. Mm-hmm. Because being in a foster care is trauma alone, you know, and Ooh. those children need that support. Say that again. They just need that support. And so when we think about Your Life Has Possibilities, this is the group, one Absolutely. of the groups that I would love to reach. And mm-hmm. I love what you all are doing. And um, it just it, it just makes sense for you to reach such a group that oftentimes people overlook mm-hmm. you know or they think that oh people are doing foster care for the money but there are people who do foster care that truly love a care you gotta have something in
1: your heart for this foster i'm care telling life. you
0: and, and what people don't understand is that god has made us a steward over the earth and so when you think about that this leads into our next question how has your spiritual life helped shape how you all relate to individuals within Ohio Gap Closers when you do um, your workshops and presentations and things of that nature? How has your spiritual life helped shape the decisions you all make?
2: Mm -hmm. I think it really goes back to um, what Taylor was mentioning about um, how we were raised and the influence of our mom. Um, And so just to give a little bit more background on that, there are 13 of us siblings um, wow. Lots on, of it us. Like
0: 13.
1: <laughs> One three.
2: 13 of us siblings. Yes. Um, and our parents, uh, where we were raised in a small town, Alliance, Ohio, some people may know it, um, we actually did not attend the, the city school there. We attended another school in the local area, um, which was a predominantly white school.
1: 97% white, and if you look it up. So
0: were you guys uh, the only black?
1: Think about that, so, right? It's 13 of us in a small, mm-hmm. small town. In a school district that's 97% white, mm-hmm. that means other black kids are your brothers and sisters. So, exactly, and so I mean,
2: <laughs> our foster our foster siblings were of all ethnicities. We did not just have black, we did not just have white. We had um, siblings with uh, different abilities or disabilities. Um, some may call it, and so we were raised in one home with one bathroom with all of us in that same home. And so our parents invested in us as as people, as individuals, every single day, and in our spiritual life. Um, so, in a small town, we attended a small family church, and so we.
1: But the church used to rock though. She was <laughs> ever there. Right? Well, yes, it way.
0: did. When I went to visit. It was rocking. <laughs> yeah. Still rocking yes, today. Yeah. <laughs> Still rocking. Yes.
2: And now you can imagine in yeah. a small church, everybody does everything, mm-hmm. and so we learned so much about um, who, not only who God was and how he was going to be our God, how he was gonna be our guide, how he is our father and our guide. But we also learned a lot about uh, who we are as professionals and people. Mm -hmm. I learned how to public speak in church. I learned how to teach. I started teaching Sunday school classes, I think at 15 or so. Mm -hmm. And so, God has been with me, with Taylor, with our entire family, even before, and the scripture says it, we are doing a work that we know that God is being honored through because of their need. And you mentioned it, Charmaine. It's our responsibility. Mm-hmm. And our mom thought it was. Our dad, uh, to this day, still thinks that it is. And we think it is. And because of God, we have the strength to go forward. And also, he has given us really um, influence, right? Mm-hmm. Because God gives favor to those who are doing his will, and we don't take it for granted.
0: Amen. And, you know, I think oftentimes people aren't satisfied with where they are spiritually, and so they look for other things in the world, and that's where people get, you know, lost. But I think with an organization such as Ohio Gap Closers, you are filling that gap, per se, to help those who may be lost or feeling Mm -hmm. like they don't fit in because... When you're a foster child, I can only imagine Man. my mom and my dad didn't want me. That's what you're thinking because I'm not with them and I'm going to school and I'm seeing other people bring their parents to parent yes. teacher conference or they bring their parents to open house. But I come with my foster mom mm-hmm. and I might be a white child or Hispanic child and I'm coming into the school with a black family. Mm-hmm. So Taylor, how do you think your spiritual life has helped? Oh
1: yeah. So for me, um, I really think um, spiritual life, growing up in a church, and then the dynamics of our family really taught me um, how to be an executive, how to be a business leader, how to be a business owner, how to be a professional. And the examples of that, Emily already hinted at, understanding how to speak out loud. And I remember remember being young and our dad would say, hey, if no one can understand you, just just stop and start over. Because we're not here for the mumbling, we're not here for the whispering. And I recall this specifically when I was tasked, did not want to, I had to emcee like this big choir singing event in our <laughs> small town. And I did it because, um, you know, somebody thought I had the ability to do it and I didn't think I had it. Um, so begrudgingly, I went up there and then way down the line, those skills, whether it's being an usher, singing in a choir, um, doing some of the um, other tasks that you have to do in a church, it really trained me um, on how to just really have customer service, uh, be a servant, and punctuality. Um, we used to have punctuality awards um, mm-hmm. for programs in church. So just understanding those three facets were huge coming from the church. And um, this this idea of closing the gap, it's been, especially in me and probably Emily, based on our family dynamics of 13 siblings, right? Mm-hmm. We're both in the middle of that family. Mm-hmm. So I've got um, three younger sisters, one younger brother, everybody else is older. And so being in the school, you can see students to staff, generational gaps, technology gaps, communication barriers. This is a thing that's been going on since I was born, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> My youngest brother and oldest brother, who are about 25 years apart, don't speak the same language. Right. So when I say that gap closers is what we call it today, this is something Luis, Luis Porter started years and decades ago. Mm-hmm. So we've been closing gaps since we since we've been walking this earth, and thank God we're still healthy enough and have their minds on us to try to reach out to the community and give some of these skills to people that can help kids.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, when I was looking at your website, I just love the acronym and how it all yes. connects. It's just crazy. Ohio Gap Closers, OGC, yep. Overcome. Give, give thanks, thanks and give contribute. Thanks and let's, contribute. Let's can we talk about that? Mm-hmm. I love the name, the acronym, and what it stands for. Let's let's get into that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So we, um, we knew... That we wanted to do something to affect the foster care system. And then once we got out of the family, the emotional, the passion, we had to understand like this is actually a business we're trying to create, right? Mm -hmm. So we had to have like strategy, um, business coaching, Mm -hmm. consultants, and like actual professionals steering us and guiding us, right? So this isn't Taylor and Emily with a notepad just doing sketches and slapping it up. We actually went through some specific coaching, invested some personal finances to make sure things were done right
0: let's talk about that let's get into the coaching and the um the mentors that you all sought out Mm -hmm. and what it took to get to where you're at today because you know i hear people say they want to do something big and that leads into our next question Mm -hmm. um but we'll hold off for a second what did it take for you all to come up with the ideas and say hey this is what we're going to do and I know these are the individuals we need to seek and schedule meetings with yeah. what was that process like because people don't understand you have to crawl before you oh, walk and you have to put in that man out
1: absolutely and so I'll, I'll start mm-hmm. off and I'll pass it to you um, but I'll say we, we so I heard an old African proverb that said something along the lines of If you wanna go fast, go alone. If you wanna go far, go together. Mm -hmm. So step one for me was understanding that I can have all these ideas, I wanna honor my mother, but this doesn't work if I don't surround myself with the right people. And not the right people because we're friends, but the right people because of hard work, goal-oriented, and punctuality. So making sure we had a cohesive group that could work together and be professional, be punctual, goal-oriented, that's a big deal. Um, Backing up for a second, we spent a year really um, brainstorming and creating um, momentum with just the concept, right? Mm -hmm. So as we build capacity and professionals, we're building capacity within the community and potential clients, um, whatever our market might be. So we spent a lot of time before we even got to the table with you to talk about what we have coming up at this point. So surrounding yourself. We're strategic partners that have actual skills that are good for business. Not good to give you affirmations about how cute you are. Mm-hmm. Not here to tell you how cool you are. And really not how many IG followers you have. Right. Because those, those IG follower, followers, that's not your target audience when you're talking about contracts. Okay, Let's
0: get into it. Mm-hmm. So you have to really,
1: really understand you're going to start a business because your emotions mm-hmm. and you're passionate. Yeah. But you've got to be able to compartmentalize emotion and passion to the side. We're going to talk strategy, data, metrics, and numbers. Mm-hmm. And so we spent a year kind of kicking this around, hiring coaches from the community or hiring coaches from out of state to make sure we could even think straight mm-hmm. because this isn't about today. That would be um, an embarrassment to myself and my family and my mother mm-hmm. if we were here today and gone tomorrow. So if this is going to go far, we're going to go together. We're going to hire professionals to help us get there.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And
2: and Taylor actually participated in some startup training as well here in Columbus. Um, so that helped with developing, you know, we have the passion, we are seeing Issues every day, so we kind of know what we want. Um, but we needed some extra training on getting our our vision and our mission to a point and to a T. Developing the website, developing all of our content, and so it was so much more than just this is what we want to do. We needed to have that um, the training ourselves to know that we're going to be effective. And for me, I was so grateful when Taylor, you know, started to put the word out. It has been a <laughs> while because I have a passion for particularly in higher education and that sometimes you feel burnt out because mm-hmm. you're working so hard trying to get every student and every family the best access but if I could actually help other people have the capacity to do that I would be able to go a little bit further Absolutely. and so it goes directly to what we're doing at Ohio Vapcosis.
0: So what I heard both of you saying you went to work after work,
1: Absolutely. <laughs> yes. What? You don't want to you don't do you want to know?
0: Yeah let's talk know. about this. Let's so get this into is, this. So this is this is
1: yes. Like, I'm not crazy. Maybe I am. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I don't sleep.
0: Most big dreamers, that's not...
1: I don't sleep. Not at all. (laughs) I I can't. I should. I will probably on Saturday. What's today? Thursday? Yeah. I'll sleep on Saturday night. Okay. But for the next 48 hours, I have my day job, which I wouldn't have any opportunity to build something if I don't take my day job so serious Mm -hmm. and meet every single goal that's put in front of me. And so. There's never going to be a conflict with my day job because that is that's priority one just because I have a family. Right. I have a wife and daughter. Mm -hmm. Let's be smart about this. But when I go home at five o'clock, I've got from five o'clock to midnight to do Ohio gap closers. That's a whole nother shift. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm commuting um, two hours a day. To my day job. Mm-hmm. I'm currently enrolled in um, classes over at Ohio State because I would like to pursue my doctorate. I'm in year one of a three-year program. Wife and daughter working with 1,500 kids during my day job. And here we go talking about Ohio gap closers. How bad do you want this? Let's go. You can, you can release those endorphins and talk about it, but are you going to actually say, emotions aside, let's get to work?
0: Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it's about. You know, in one of my other podcasts, I said... Take the seatbelt off. Yes. -hmm. The seatbelt is there to protect you from a crash. Right. But if you're putting God first, you're praying, you're in your word, and you are meditating on his word, and you know that God has put something down in your heart... Why are you not going for it? He's going to make a way for you. Mm -hmm. He's going to provide you with the resources. And so many people are living beneath their privilege, it blows my mind Mm -hmm. that we are under an open heaven. He wants us to prosper. If you haven't heard it or listened to it, G.E. Patterson, I was listening to it this morning. He has a sermon that says, God wants you to prosper. Mm -hmm. And he gives you everything that you need to get there. So, why do you think people are hesitant to make bigger moves for their life? Man, let me
1: jump in when you want, but I, I feel prepared. I feel Come prepared. On, let's,
0: let's go. go it, um,
1: I may have had a cup of coffee before I came in, so I feel good. <laughs> it's um, It can be, in my opinion, I don't, I don't know if I'm an expert, but it's like a perfectionism or fear or fear masked with perfectionism, right? Mm-hmm. The only perfect person I know is God. That's it. He didn't ask me to be perfect. He didn't ask you to be perfect. He didn't ask the CEO of any company to be perfect, right? And so when we, when we have these passions or ideas or anything, like, let me back up. Whatever you use in your life, whether it's your car, your hair dryer, the coffee you drink, right? It wasn't perfect the first time. Mm-hmm. So for you to talk about, I want to start a business, you take the seatbelt off mm-hmm. and you go after it. When you do it right, be proud of that. If you do it wrong... It's not a failure. It's called a learning experience. Mm-hmm. So as you go down this journey of you want to start something, you want to be about something. Yes, you strive to do your best, but I don't have to be perfect in this. I just have to understand everything's a learning experience. Mm-hmm. I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to come right back and create something even better. Mm-hmm. So we can we can say like, oh, it has to be. Je-. That's like people saying I want to come to salvation. Well, I want to wait. I got to pay a bill, and I'm gonna do this. I'm just... No, no, no! You go right now, right and you'll day. get better every week, every yes. day, every second. It's a mm-hmm. gradual. It's a gradual process to perfection. It's not like I'm gonna wait till it's... you can wait till it's perfect, and you're gonna die. It's not gonna happen.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You know what? I think doesn't That's right. Kirk Franklin That's has, right. have a song? I'm gonna live before I die. Yes, he does. Yes, yes. Oh, and he talks about that. Mm-hmm. You want
1: somebody to sing? That's what you want me to not Not to sing. I know y'all don't
0: want me to sing. <laughs> right no. <laughs> that's not my skill. So, why do you think people are hesitant to do things bigger? And they have the potential. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Um,
2: Sometimes people, everything Taylor said, the fear of not knowing where to start, when to start, all of that is absolutely true. But I also think that sometimes people do need a nudge um, from somebody else. And so I think that's where we come into play, where you could come into play, where people, not people who have arrived, right, because none of us have arrived, but people who know what hard work is, mm-hmm. who work hard every day, um, who people who have goals. And I think that for me personally and professionally, that has come through mentors, that has come through friends, that has come now through business partners who are family and friends. Um, so I think sometimes people do need a nudge from somebody who who has maybe not even been there, but somebody who also has goals. Mm -hmm. But the problem is sometimes people are just not in the right circles. Mm -hmm. And so this gets back to, we talked about the comparison of salvation and uh, the the title of this podcast, Your Life Has Possibilities. How do you know your life has possibilities if no one has ever told told you? you? No Mm -hmm. one around you has ever sought anything out in their life how do i know that my life has possibilities and that is why there is such a need <laughs> there is such a need for everything that we're doing everything that you're doing all there's just such a need and there really is no time to rest now i will only take one call from taylor every other day because i just can't <laughs> i need to have a little bit of a break personally but there the grind, really is no the grind. <laughs> there really is no Sleep. rest for what there's no rest and we talk about this um, even at church you know I can't be so focused on somebody else's faults somebody else's issues when I have all of my own oh, that like take God. up a hundred percent of my time but sometimes people need a nudge and it's my responsibility to tell everyone that I come in contact with there is an option for
0: you there is a possibility for you and I, I won't rest until everybody knows so Em, you open up a segue for the next question. How important is mentoring? Because if someone needs a nudge, there needs to be an individual around them in their ear mm-hmm. being an example for them. So how important is mentoring and does either one of you mentor someone at this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so go ahead.
2: I think, uh, I, honestly, mentors are the way to go. I could not uh, really suggest anything better There are things that people can do. They can read books. They can even talk to their supervisor or their director or whatever, but that that mentor really serves the role like Taylor mentioned, to support and challenge. That is the role of a mentor, to support you, but also to challenge you, to not uh, cuddle you in and giving you everything all soft and warm, but to challenge you while supporting you. Um, Personally, um, in my professional life, I have had a mentor um, since being in college, Um, and she has helped me get to my... Profession at the level I am now. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's sometimes you hear that saying, it's who you know, and some of that does have a play. It really does. Um, And so I'm grateful for the mentors that I have. I do now have the opportunity to mentor others in my profession. Um, I do look for the opportunity personally, especially spiritually for me, um, through church or just through people that I meet that I can pour into because. I'm not one without the other. I'm not just a professional. I, I am a believer in God and I live for him daily. And I want to be sure that I can put that out um, in my professional life for Absolutely. people who are looking to advance. Um, sometimes people advance and they, they don't profess to have a relationship with God. But it's not going to be able to be sustained if God is not with you. So, so yes, I believe in mentors. I encourage them. You can read all the books that you want on, on mentoring and coaching. Um, but sometimes it's hard to find the mentor, and that's what I'm, I'm really hoping I'm getting across right now. Um, if you feel like you have something to offer, then you likely do. Mm-hmm. Find somebody who is in need of that, and it's not a huge time commitment. You don't have to be with somebody an hour a day, or even an hour a week. Um, because we have such great technology, you could uh, email or text or something. A mentor is there to support and challenge, and we all have something that we can offer to anyone at any level. Um, so hopefully, that's getting across with them. That's good. Yeah, yeah that's good. and
1: I think that that's. I would double down on that once again and say, you know, as and for me, I have a, a pretty unique professional background coming from social services going to business school, and then getting into education. But I, I just really ch- challenge myself to look across institutions, across industry. I can talk about basketball and say, like, LeBron James, he has a coach, mm-hmm. right? We can talk about the great author of Between the World and Me, Tanisi Coates. He has uh, an editor. Right. Like, mm-hmm. what person is at the top of their game doesn't have some some form of checks and balances, right? That's a mentor.
0: Accountability. So Mm -hmm.
1: absolutely, I believe mentors are important. I absolutely have mentors. I have one mentor um, that I I may speak to him once a year, just because I know the level of his schedule and how crazy it is. But when we connect, it's like very, very um, meaningful. And I learn Mm -hmm. from those moments. Mm -hmm. I have other mentors where I might meet with once a week, you know, Mm -hmm. it just kind of depends. And you don't have to have one, you don't have to have three, but for me, um, I probably have three mentors, one male, two females, um, one in business, two in education. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really important to have an editor, to have someone to give you feedback, to have someone that can even be a sounding board, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I said, LeBron has a coach, Tanisi Coates has an editor, Barack has Michelle, like somebody. you gotta have you somebody. Gotta
0: have somebody. <laughs> so you gotta have somebody. that's good and you know the sounding board piece is Mm -hmm. what's important because sometimes people just need to get things off their chest absolutely Mm -hmm. you know they're going through so much they're going through the press and they feel like there's no one else that's been through it and for you to be an example and say hey i've experienced what you're going through and this is where i am now and a lot of people as we said when they want to do something big they're afraid of failure Mm -hmm. they're hesitant because of that and i think as a mentor you can help them to know hey I failed at this, but I didn't give up. I kept going. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a great poem out there, Don't Quit, and I feel like everyone should learn. Rest if you must, but
1: don't you quit. Don't Don't get me started in here.
0: Don't you ever quit because that's what the enemy wants us to do. Mm -hmm. He wants you to quit. Mm -hmm. He wants you to stop. He He does not want to see you prosper or to make gains in your life because mm-hmm. then when you get there, you're going to help someone else. Absolutely. And then we're building a kingdom now. Mm-hmm. We're, 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 we're linking chains. Mm-hmm. And he does mm-hmm. not want the chain to change the link. So That's if we right. link a chain, guess what we're going to do? We're going to build a fence mm-hmm. and we're going to close the what? Close the gap. We're going to close the gap. Yes. It. You know, dope. so <laughs> it, it. it's It's just the How? enemy is just trying to destroy, trying yes. to destroy us yes. in any way he can. But, um... I just love this conversation and this commentary. We're coming to the end, but I wanted to know if you guys had any closing thoughts, anything for the listeners uh, relating to Ohio gap closers or yourself, any advice, just anything you would like to let them know.
1: Um, you want to start?
0: Go for it.
1: Okay, so <laughs> I want to encourage everybody um, to to take care of your family, um, eat healthy, think healthy turn off the TV, read a few more books. If you feel a certain thing, open your mouth and express it, right? Family is so important. And the goal for us is to really build stronger families by by the medium of education. And so I just want to really, whoever's listening, take care of yourself and take care of your family. Um, And then on the business front uh, for me, um, be creative. You know, you can, you can look at the model. you can get the coaching. Don't be afraid um, to to go out there and try something new. And as you're writing the story of your business or the story of your life, you get to determine when it's a comma or when it's a period. So when you fall, when you fail, it's not over. I didn't fail, that's the end of the chapter, time for chapter two, right? So I I decide when it's a comma and when it's a period. So don't be afraid of failure, have fun with the failure and just think about the stories you can tell on the other side of that failure.
2: Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah, I also, um, I just want to add, I really feel strongly that, um, if we do what we're doing now, well, um, the opportunities will open up for us. And so wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whether it's your day-to-day job, make sure that you're performing at hundred percent and beyond. Um, and that goes for everything. Uh, Taylor mentioned, take care of your family. That's number one. Take care of your actual job that you're doing that definitely comes into play so that you're ready to move forward and be organized we can't move forward if we can't be organized we don't know where to start we don't know that's part of the anxiety that punctual i said have. punctual
1: does everybody know what punctuality means can you define Some punctuality people
2: don't, know. don't be on time that's be late before time listen before time Come on now so, so punctual so be organized have a journal. Uh, One of the earlier podcasts talked about journaling. I am a practicer of journaling for probably a decade now. Um, And it has really helped. Whatever your topic is, however you may feel, whatever ideas come to you, write them down. Write it down so that that vision can come to pass for you.
0: So do um, Ohio Gap Closers have any upcoming events? Uh, yeah. Party, 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 upcoming. party. <laughs> it's a party. party.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we, um, like I said, we had a soft launch or a quiet launch and we went through the process of becoming legal and professional back in January 2018. But now we have gotten to that place to where it's time to take our passion to the public. Uh, March 28th, we're going to have some fun. We're going to network. We got Bobby Rags Trio, maybe a few cocktails, maybe a few hors d'oeuvres, we'll see. Uh, but March 28th, um, over in Grandview, you can get all details at Um, We're going to have a launch party and a networking event mm-hmm. to really just take this idea to the public and see if we can help some kids.
0: So how can they get in touch with you, your website, um, contact That's information, true. social media? Ohio Gap Closers, yeah, all things the, um, Ohio Gap Closers.
1: So with that being said, last business tip, I know the interview's over, but lock down your real estate. You have digital real estate. Mm-hmm. You can find us at Ohio Gap Closers everywhere. Okay? So it's all lowercase, all one word, Ohio Gap Closers on Twitter, Ohio Gap Closers on IG, Ohio Gap Closers on Facebook, Ohio Gap Closers at Gmail, com. Mm-hmm. Consistent. Encourage you all that's thinking about a business. Lock down your real estate. Mm -hmm. Take care of your name. Get your branding right. OhioGapClosers.com
0: I love it. I love it. Listeners, I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Ohio Gap Closers. Remember the OGC. Overcome. Give thanks and contribute.
1: Peace. What?
0: All right, listeners, I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Remember to overcome, give thanks, and contribute. Always keep God first. Always pray, read your word, remain positive, remain focused, keep your energy up. And when you make it, pull up another brother and sister. Pray for them, encourage them, motivate them. We are supposed to be kingdom builders. Let's build this kingdom. That's what God wants us to do. We are under an open heaven. Let's quit selling ourselves short remember God wants us all to prosper press towards the mark don't think that it has to be perfect but you must have a plan you must have a focus you must have a team you need to research and make sure you know what you are doing before moving forward mistakes are going to be made you're going to fall down why do you think pencils have erasers to erase mistakes stay strong remain positive remain focused And let's do this.